Good morning, Now Word family and friends, and welcome to our prayer conference call. On behalf of NWCC, thank you for joining us in, us in common unity, agreeing to seek God first and to honor him with our devotion and prayer. Matthew 18 and 19 says, Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am in the midst of them. My name is Jackie Foley, and our scripture reading today comes from Psalm 121. I will lift my eyes to the hill where help comes from. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your comings and your goings, both now and forevermore. This morning now, Word, I just um, said the scripture reading today comes from, and I just read a scripture, but I've asked God, what do your words say about reading? And we hear week after week when PK gets up and he, before he goes into the words, he says, Let's go to Joshua 1 and 8. And he doesn't say, let's read this book of instruction. It says to study this book of instruction. If you look at the scripture, the word study comes in 98. There are 98 verses that talk about studying. We've read Shakespeare. We read books. We We read books all the time, and we say that we're studying. But do you go back to those books for life application? Studying, it requires more time, more concentration, more application. It involves a little bit more research and learning. And I just read the scripture, but let me tell you the difference between reading the scripture and then when I went back and I studied the scripture, studied the scripture because God tells us to study to show that we have understanding. So when I did the same scripture that I just read to you, I studied the scripture, and I want to share with you what studying the scripture did for me by reading the scripture. First, looking at verse 1, there's something that I have to do because it says, I will. That means I have to have action. I have to do something. I have to voluntarily do this. So I will look, lift up my eyes. That means I have to look up. It's going to take an effort. It's stressful sometimes to try to lift up your eyes without lifting up your head onto the hills. Hills is a place above my natural current situation, areas of your life. It requires, like I like to exercise and run. And when I do hills, it means that there's a sense of intensity that it's going to take for me to endure. And I get a little bit more speed and I get power at this level. So heels are significant. So he says, I will lift up mine eyes to the hills. He didn't say to a valley or to a low place. 
but to look from whence coming. That means it's not delayed. It's not detoured because of traffic. My help, and that's my key word today, is my help, my first responder, the one that I need. And that's the action, so you have to do something. And then you ask yourself, where does my help come from? Then, since you've been studying, you can answer it yourself. My help comes from the Lord. My help, the one who makes it easier for me to do something or to deal with an issue, comes from who? It didn't say your friend. It didn't say your parent. It says from the Lord. So he is the responsible, the responder. He is the overseer. And why am I looking to him? Because he made the hill. So I'm looking over to him or above to him. So you've had action, what you will do. You've asked yourself, where does my help come from? You answered yourself. And then this is your assurance because the word said, who my help comes from, who the Lord, which Make sure that you don't confuse a little Lord with a big Lord. So it even gave you clarity. The one who made heaven and earth. Didn't talk about your landlord who you're paying rent or your mortgage to. The one who made heaven and earth. But let me go a little bit further in the explanation with the study because verse 3 says, he will not suffer. In other words, he is not going to tolerate or support thy foot, which is your foundation, to be moved. That means I will not slip. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. That means that he's keeping me. The, keep, the keeper is the third person. To me, that's the Holy Spirit. He will not slumber. Slumber means I'm partially asleep or partially awake. And I'm not really attentive to your call. Behold. The word behold is used almost 1,300 times in the scripture. It means, give me your attention, observe, to proceed through sight, take note, watch my help in action. Because verse 4 said, he that keepeth Israel, in other words, check his record, will not sleep, will not slumber or sleep. That's telling you, you don't even have to get it twisted. He is wide awake. He is not giving you partial attention. He's giving all your attention to his call. Verse 5 says, the Lord, thy keeper, thy protector, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun, some of us are trying to stay out of the sun. Why? Because of the dangerous exposure to the heat. And sometimes there are hot situations and you can get burned. But the scripture says the sun shall not smite thee. In other words, he is not going to allow the sun that he created to do what it could do to you. By day, that means you can see stuff coming. Nor by moon, nor the moon by night. That means sometimes the moon is kind of cold sometimes in the winter. So you may be dealing with hard, cold-hearted people or frigid situations. And it says by night. When I think about night, I'm always thinking about Darkness. Sometimes you're not prepared. It's an element of surprise. Then seven is my shout. The Lord shall preserve thee. That means he's going to return you to your original state. He's going to maintain your status. Again, this is your health. You from all matter, all matter of evil. He shall preserve thee and thy soul. 
8 again, it tells me again, anytime there's repeat in Scripture, it means to get your undivided attention. The Lord shall preserve you. Verse 7 and 8 tells me the same thing. He shall preserve thy going out. Those are my exes. Those are when I stray away from him. He's still going to save me. And my coming in, that's when I repent and enter into his presence. Even when you're operating in reverse, and notice that it says you're going out and you're coming in. It did not say you're coming in and you're going out. Sometimes we backslide, but yet our health is still there from this time and forth. Now, words, I just want to encourage you to, uh, to encourage you to know that help is provided. He is your help. He didn't say, the word didn't say helper. It says help. And help can be a noun or a verb because he is what he does to provide what's necessary to satisfy a need. I know we've been listening and watching to the coverage of the corona and it's, we're bombarded with it. And if you notice, they use the word first responders. I thank God for multiple responders, and I'm not trying to discredit what they're doing. However, when I call upon help, I know the Lord is my first responder. He will come quicker than soon and sooner than at once. You do not have to dial 911. You don't even have to risk the fact that they may not get there on time. And his arrival is not dictated by clock or calendar. And you don't even have to have a cell phone handy to call him before you call. Psalm 60 and 11 tells me if our cry, if we cry out, to our first responder, it says, give help from trouble, for the help of man is useless. So that tells me I'm depending on emergency personnel to come and help me, but if they don't come there, their help is useless. They may be too late. So we can be confident and have peace knowing that God tells us in his word that he will be helped. According to Isaiah 41 and 13, he says, For I, the Lord, your God, will hold you or hold your right hand. Fear not. I will help you. So now we're, we don't have to be discouraged with everything and all of the chaos that's going on around us. You have an automatic, we used to call it speed death. So call upon your help this morning. And I ask you, who are you going to call? Even when you're faced with expected or unexpected situations and we thought we may be prepared, it's a phone it's a visit from someone. But in Mark, he said he cried out. The father that cried out with tears said, Lord, I believe. But sometimes in my weakness, I need you to help my unbelief. So this morning, let us go to God in prayer. Father, we adore you and we bless your holy name because we call you God, our Father. We speak of your majesty, your power, and your creation. We thank you this morning for your son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, our help, and Lord. Thank you for reminding us in your word 
your book of instruction, that you are the one, the only God, the help, our first responder, and you hear us when we lift our eyes to the hills where you are and our voices in praise this morning. We touch and we agree. And I lift up everyone on this line this morning, Lord. We call out to you for help for ourselves and for our loved ones, God. Father, we collectively ask for help for this nation, our country, those with legal and spiritual authorities over us, our leadership, the shepherd that you have placed over our souls, Lord God, here on earth. Help us with this civil unrest, this chaos, these evil practices, Lord God, that we're facing. Help us to put on the full armor because we are fighting stronger enemies and multiple battles all at once. Lord, we're beginning to sink, some into depression, some financial turmoil, some are sinking further into domestic violence, race riots, and spiritual warfare. Father, it is real. Father, these are fierce winds and storms. So hear us as you heard Peter when you saw when he saw the wind and was afraid and was beginning to sink. And he said, Lord, save me. Father, save us. Help us. Please, God, don't let the medical professionals, speak and law enforcement personnel, don't let them slip. Let them stand firm, Lord God. Father, strengthen us each one by one along this journey. And let us not be consumed and worrying about when this pandemic will end. We can't control the spread of the virus, but we can control the spread of the gospel to the law. Touch and speak life to those in ICU units, ICU units, God, across the world. And those battling other illnesses that are feeling left behind because the focus is on the virus and not on those awaiting surgical procedures. Those that have Alzheimer's, cancer, Lord God, and those that are even bereaved with the recent loss of loved ones that they were unable to join their families in the traditional service. Father, some are feeling overwhelmed and helpless, so please help us according to your promises and your word, and we'll be careful to give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Oh, precious Father, how we do honor you on this day, oh God how we do give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Our Father, we acknowledge you this morning as being the one and only true God who we can call on in our time of need, O God, to provide us the help in all of our circumstances. Lord God, we thank you for being our helper, our keeper, our protector, our provider, and our preserver, O God, as Sister Jackie has said. Father God, we're so grateful that when we become weary, frustrated, depressed, confused, lonely, oh God, or we just don't know what to do, oh God, as your word has encouraged us, oh God, in Psalms 121 this morning, God, we can lift up our eyes to the hills, oh God, and receive our help from you. Lord God, we're so thankful that I help not only during these times, oh Father, but in times past and in the future, oh God. Our help will come from you who made heaven and earth. Lord God, we say thank you that even though we may become weary and tired, our bodies slumber and sleep. 
We serve a God that neither slumber nor sleeps, but who continuously keeps watch over our lives. Father God, we do pray this morning that during these times that you would continue to show yourself strong and mighty in the lives of we, your children. For you have promised us in Genesis 28:15 that you are with us and you will watch over us, God, wherever we go. We do continue to pray, O oh God, for those who have been diagnosed with COVID-19, O oh God, those in our church family who have been diagnosed, and those who may have family and friends, O oh God. Lord God, we pray that they may all proclaim that you have created their inmost being, that you have knit them together in their mother's womb. God, may they praise you because they are fearfully and wonderfully made, and your works, O oh God, are wonderful, and may they know that full well. And God, we do not only just pray for them, O oh God, who may be down with sickness, O oh God, but we pray, O oh God, for all manner of illness, O oh God, that may be stricken by our loved ones, O oh God. We pray, God, that they may pray as followers of Jesus Christ, believing in faith, O oh God, that you hear them, O oh God. And whatever they ask of you, O oh God, may they know that they have what they ask of you, according to 1 John 5.15. Father, we ask, O oh God, that you would do, O oh God, a most healing power, O oh God, that your healing power, O oh God, may be made manifested in their lives, O oh God, and these are their children. And that may they give you the glory, O oh God, for their testimony of praise, O oh God, and in the life that they live. We pray, O oh God, for the many who are serving, O oh God, on the front lines this morning, O oh God. Those serving the sick and those in essential ministries, O oh God. God, we pray for your wisdom. For God, these are such uncharted times. God, may you grant them knowledge about the diagnosis and treatment needed, O oh God, for this virus. For, Lord, you do tell us, O oh God, that if any of you lack wisdom, O oh God, they should ask you, O oh God. But, God, you give generously, O oh God, to all without finding fault, and it will be given to them. Lord God, I do pray for your continued protection, O oh God, over the health care workers, O oh God. And I pray for the Christian health care workers, O oh God. I pray, O oh God, that you would provide them an opportunity, O oh God, for them to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father God, for there are so many patients, O oh God, who are in medical facilities, O oh God, alone, O oh God, without family members. And for such a time as this, O oh God, may they find comfort and trust in you as their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord God, for we know that if we confess our sins, O oh God, you are faithful and you are just and you are forgiven, O oh God, O oh God, of our sins. And you purify us, O oh God, from all our unrighteousness, O oh God. And we thank you, God, that you are a very present help, O oh God, in times of trouble, according to Psalms 46.1. Lord God, we do not know what tomorrow may bring, but we thank you, O oh God, that your word tells us that our soul waits for the Lord, and he is our help and he is our shield, O oh God. Thank you, Father, that as we put our trust in you, you will continue to protect us. Lord God, when we feel down and despondent, O oh God, your word admonishes us in Psalms 42. Why are you cast down, O oh my soul, and why are disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Lord God, we proclaim that we do not walk in fear today, but we walk by faith. But there are many uncertainties we face. We do not know the outcome of the political elections. We do not know the outcome of the Dow Jones or the stock market. 
We don't know when schools will open fully for face-to-face instructions. We don't even know when we will resume church services as we've known in the past. There are so many unknowns, O oh God, but we trust your word. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So, Lord, we say thank you. Thank you that when we cry out to you for help, you hear our cry and you answer our call. Thank you, Lord, for preserving our going out and coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Good morning. This is Sister Serena Irons. And as Sister Jackie was talking about Psalm 121, specifically we want to focus on uh, the second verse, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And before I start praying, um, I want to just read a few scriptures because there are so many in our word, in God's holy word, the Bible, about how God is helping. So one uh, is Isaiah forty, twenty-eight through 29. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the end of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Hebrews 13.6 says, so we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And then Psalm 115.15, may you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we come before you as humble as we can be, and we want to let you know we honor you, we glorify you, and we thank you for who you are in our lives. And we thank you that you have sent the Holy Spirit to us, to live and dwell within us, to be our helper. He's our conscience. He is the one that lets us know right from wrong. He he lets us know when to speak and when to be silent. He is our encourager. He is everything there that, that we need. And so we thank you for that, Lord Jesus. Let us always be reminded that you live within us through the Holy Spirit and that our help comes from you. Like Sister Jackie was saying, Father God, you are the first responder. You are the one that guides us, to guide the first responders that are on earth right here, helping everybody. You are the one that guides the hands of the doctors and the nurses. You are the one the direct, the traffic, and whatever else needs to be. You are the one, Lord. And so I thank you right now. I thank you that you are with all of us. I lift up everybody on this prayer line right now. It is not just COVID that we need help with. It is not just on civil rest in this country or even in the world because we don't hear everything that goes on in this world. You are our covering for the world, not just for 
the United States of America. But I lift up all the leaders, Father God, all the leaders in this country, specifically right now, Jesus, that they will be guided by you, Father. The decisions are being made, that they find their way because we are living in a sinful world and people have become selfish, have become aggressive. I believe the true self of the sinful world is coming out to give us, Christ followers, the opportunity to be bold and come out and speak about who you are, about your love, about your protection, about how you can help, that they will find you in such a personal way, Lord Jesus, that they will accept you into life, that they go and turn away from their wicked ways and accept you. And like Sister Jackie said, find their way to your word and read not only the Bible, but study it. What does this mean that I'm reading? And that we read the Bible over and over. I remember when I first started reading the Bible as a whole that you can do now, read it in a year. I would read, and sometimes I wouldn't even understand or don't remember until I learned long time ago that we want to pray and ask you to come in to be with us, to help us to understand, to help us comprehend, to help us remember your word. And not only read it once, but read it continuously and study it. So we do know exactly what your will is for our lives. Because you have a purpose for each one of us. You have a calling for each and one of us. Whatever it may be, Father God, we ask, um, Holy Spirit, that you're with us. That we can recognize that calling that you have put on our lives. And that we are willing and not afraid to step out in faith and trust you, Lord, to go and and do as you ask us to do, Lord. You are a just God. You are a wonderful God, Lord. And we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for keeping us safe. We thank you for protecting and covering us. And we thank you, Father God, that you give peace to those that right now are, are suff- not only suffering or struggling with having a loss of a loved one, having maybe um, news that are not uh, preferable or of their, their health or anything such, you know, as um, that comes from the world that we can still say, It's okay because I trust in the Lord. I trust and I know my God is my helper. He will never leave me, nor forsake me. Or like in Psalm 91, it says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. So we want to trust you, Lord. I lift up everybody, not only those on, on, on the prayer line right now, but those that wanted to be on there and couldn't, those that don't know you yet, that they will learn not only to receive you into their lives, but then when they have you, that they will trust you, 
knowing that you only want the best for us, Father God, that you only want the best. My prayer is that COVID by COVID-19 gives us the opportunity to readjust our lives unto you, Father God, to come to you boldly, to come to you with whatever it is and find you in a such deeper place than we have ever been. Because when things are well in this world, People become complacent. Even we as Christians often come complacent because things are right. Because we got a job, we got the money, we got this, we got that. And forget about not you, Lord, but what is the true purpose of our lives that we are here? Why should we study? It says study and show yourself approved. Meaning study so you can learn. We want to study, Father God, your word so we can learn and grow deeper in the knowledge of your word and of your will and of of everything that you have for us. So, Father God, I just ask that you you be with us. Holy Spirit, help us to have that, to understand when we study your word, when we read your word, not only to read it, but also to remember it, also to comprehend what is being said in the context of the whole world, uh, I mean, words, Father God, and that we can always, if we come to a time where there is no Bible, where we can look it up, or no computer, we can look up scriptures, where it can come to our mem- remembrance, and we remember exactly the words that you were speaking or want us to speak or remember during those times. That has been my prayer, Lord, that I will remember your word when I don't have the Bible, when I don't have the resources to look up your scriptures, but that your word is in my heart, in my soul, in my mind, Lord. I pray that for all of us, that your word is in our heart, soul, and mind, that we can bring it forth any time it is needed whether it is for ourselves when we need the help, when we, the, when we need the encouragement, when we need just to know that you are there, Lord, or when we go out there and witness and disciple and evangelize, that your word, the right word at the right time, will come to us that we can share with someone to encourage somebody, to let them know that how much you love us, how much you love us that, you gave your only begotten son to die for our sins, for all of it. Father God, I thank you for that, Lord. The civil unrest, Lord Jesus, it has come up. It has always been there undercover. It has always been there. But now people are coming up showing their true self. Lord, heal this land. Heal this land, Lord Jesus. Heal us. In your holy name, bring us to you in your holy name. And I lift up those that are living in this sinful world, those that don't know you. Father God, I lift them up to you that we as Christ followers are bold enough and not afraid to go out there and share your word no matter where we are, 
whether it be in the grocery store, on the job, with the family that we love and don't, but don't know Jesus, wherever we are, Father God, that we are not ashamed of who you are in our lives, that our lives shine, that they can see that there is something different, that they know and wonder what is it about my, you know, my friend or my mom or whoever, why are they so different? And ask and give us the opportunities to share the gospel. And even if not, that we can just show love, just show your love, Father. We need more of your love, Father God, your kindness, your justness. We need all of that. And we have it. We have it. When we have you in our lives, we have it. So, Father God, I, I thank you for being with us. I thank you, Holy Spirit, guiding us, nudging us, letting us know I'm your helper. I'm here with you. Be bold. Speak my word. Share the gospel. Bring people back to me. So I thank you right now, and I thank you for what you're doing, not only in the U.S., not only with our members at Now Covenant, Covenant Church, I pray and lift up everybody in this world because we all need Jesus. And there is only one, and that is you, Father. And Father God, I lift up PK right now. I lift him up, give him all the help, everything that he needs that you have for him, the wisdom, the knowledge, everything, Father God, give it to him in this uncertain world where he is teaching of who you are, of who the Holy Spirit is, rather than um, about black and white, COVID, or anything like that, because we are separated. We are living with you, and in, and you live in us, Father. So I ask that you be with a PK. Be with his family. I pray safety over our families, protection of our families. We are already healed in Jesus' name. It says it in the word. We are already healed. And if for any one of us that go through uh, health issues, help us remember that we are already healed in Jesus' name. We may just go through a process to, for this, you know, to, to manifest. But we have to believe and know without a shadow of a doubt. It is not a feeling. It's a knowledge of knowing we are already healed in Jesus' name. This land is already healed in Jesus' name, which is going through the process. And we have to do our part as, our, as Christ's followers. So help us, Lord. Help us, Father, that we can be who you want us to be, not what we think that we're not afraid, that we are willing to step out of our comfort zones and do according to your will. So I thank you right now for hearing our prayers, Lord. I thank you for having the Holy Spirit in our lives, being that guidance, being that. He is my, for me, Lord, he's my everything. I talk to him with everything. People probably would laugh. You say, well, what are you talking about? The Holy Spirit, about should I go walking or not? Yes, I do, because I need his help in order to go to work and walk. So I thank you, Father, 
Be with everyone on this prayer call right now, Father. Nudge them. Let them know that they are not alone. Let them know that they are loved, that no one else can love like you can. Be with them and let them know the Holy Spirit is their helper and is nudging them. Give them the encouragement, the confidence, and take away fear or anything that is not of you. Take it away. So I thank you in Jesus' name for hearing our prayer, our call for help unto you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come come to you right now, Heavenly Father. Come with gratitude. And we come this morning, Heavenly Father, as we look to the hills from where our help comes from, as we look to you, Heavenly Father, as we look to you, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, as we look to you, the Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we just come thanking you. Heavenly Father, we look to you this morning, Heavenly Father. We look to you. Thanking you for the bomb, Heavenly Father. Not only the bomb in Gilead, but the bomb in San Antonio. Shirts, Cibolo, Alamo Heights, Pelotas, Stone Oak, all over this wonderful reach, Heavenly Father. We just thank you for the bomb. Thank you for covering us. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for your healing that is available to us. We are praying for those who are sick in the body this morning, Heavenly Father, those who are battling all matter of sickness, Heavenly Father, those who are battling cancer, those who are battling diabetes, those who are battling Alzheimer's, those who are battling COVID-19. We realize no disease is too hard for you this morning, Heavenly Father. No disease is ever too much for the God who is omnipotent, the God who is omniscient, the God who is omnipresent. So we come to your throne this morning confidently. We come to this throne, Heavenly Father, that you sit upon with confidence, knowing, Heavenly Father, that it is in your hands. So we just thank you, Heavenly Father, and we just love you, and we will give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. It is in Jesus' name that we pray this morning. Amen and amen. Now let us receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Amen, amen. Be encouraged, family. God bless you.